Hey there, this is Tanya Wright from thenaturalhomeschool.com, the place for homeschool and Montessori lovers ready to make themselves centered, organized teachers, nurture happy children, and create smooth and successful days. Let's get you closer to your transformation today. Welcome. Hello, I am Tanya Wright from thenaturalhomeschool.com and I want to welcome you to The Natural Homeschool Show. Today's episode is a great one. You're going to really love this one because we have so much to talk about. It is already episode number 40 and today's topic is a student's guide to learning from home and these tips this guide is for children that are in upper elementary and middle school. Maybe even some high schoolers will benefit from it. So let's get started. If you want your older children to get a grip on homeschool organization, well, whether they are new to homeschooling or not, it is doable. All homeschool moms dream about their children becoming architects of their own destiny Start with a well thought of plan, of course. If you are looking at becoming a centered, organized homeschooling parent, nurture happy, independent children, and you want to create smooth, successful homeschool days, then you are in the right place. Let me know in comments what you know about this topic, if you have additional tips, what you have applied, what you have tried that worked and what didn't work, as well as if you have any questions as I get into this training. And speaking of this training, we're going to focus on home learning tips for older students. Remember, this is for upper elementary, so children are able to read and write, as well as middle school. Maybe even some high schoolers will benefit from it, okay? As you watch or listen to this training, just remember that there will be more information on the blog. Now, as I get into these points, remember that I will be addressing these points to the students themselves, not you as the parent. So feel free to share this with your children, or you can go to the blog post and read it out loud to them. The blog post title is Home Learning Tips for Older Students. You can go to thenaturalhomeschool.com and on the search window, type in Home Learning Tips and this blog post will come up. Are you ready? Okay. Number one, set your space. Find an area in your house where you can sit comfortably and focus to do your schoolwork. Make it separate to your relaxation space. Ideally, it will be away from a TV or other distractions like your phone. Organize all of your homeschool supplies in the schoolroom so you don't have to waste time collecting things from all over the house. This one simple step is going to save you time and you will be able to finish your work faster. Remember, procrastinating is not a good thing. You might want to put things up away and out of sight, not think about them for a while, but you are simply making an undesirable thing take longer to complete, but it will need to be completed anyway. It's just better to get it done, right? Number two, take notes. 
Are you stuck in an online lesson and zoning out? Note-taking keeps your mind engaged. If you have been a homeschool student for several school years or since the extended school closures began, you will need to develop note-taking skills. This is going to keep you focusing on the topic, engaged in the lesson. You will also be able to remember more. And what you don't remember, well, you will have notes to refer to. That's brilliant, right? It's a win-win. So I highly recommend it. Number three, plan your day. If you have one, follow the schedule provided by your parents or teachers. If you don't have a plan, then develop one. If you just have a list of things to study, break it down into tasks and plan to do the hardest ones when you have the most focus and the most energy. When you are in the homeschool room, be sure that what you are doing is schoolwork. Try to avoid hanging out in the same room all day long. You will want a change of scenery and environment. So go work there and then move on. Plan your day so you can be done and move into other parts of the house. Otherwise, you will burn out. Number four, lesson distractions. Harness your imagination and picture how great it will feel to be done with the task at hand. Lock your phone away if you need to, and don't be afraid to ask your parents to intervene so you can actually get things done. Get all of your family obligations and chores out of the way and go into the room where you do your work without anything that will distract you. It will take time to adjust to this new idea, of course, but wouldn't that also be a great incentive to finish your work faster? So if you really want to check your phone, then set up your goals and say, okay, I will leave my phone here. I will work as hard as I can for half an hour, take a short break, check my phone, and then come back to the work. But do it right. Otherwise, it will take you longer. And make sure that you don't have to redo your work. You didn't rush through it just so you can get back to those things that are away from you. Remember, be patient. It will take time to adjust, but it's worth it. Number five, change it up. You probably have a schedule for your lessons, but if things are becoming difficult to focus on, take a five-minute break and come back to it. Just let your teacher or your parent know. Come up with a variety of learning activities that are different and fun. Make sure that they are educational and that you are still accomplishing what you are supposed to. For example, if you have to do a lesson on the meaning of words, you can play Scrabble and then look up in the dictionary the meaning of words instead of making it tedious and boring. Number six, take breaks. I know I mentioned that above, but it is very important to remember that you need to change it up and breaks are good as long as you're not in the middle of something and then it will 
make it harder for you to come back to it and pick it up where you left off. For example, I am that kind of person. I need to finish the one task that I start. Otherwise, it will take me a lot longer to get back into it if I stop it right in the middle of it. That is why if I'm starting a task, I ask my children to not distract me, to not interrupt me until I'm completely done. Because even if it's just one small interruption, the fact that I took my mind off of it and then I have to come back, it takes me a lot longer to focus again. So be smart about the breaks that you take. Talking about breaks though, get up once in a while, have a snack, have art supplies that you enjoy to use when you are taking a short break. Creativity helps rejuvenate and enliven your brain. So you don't necessarily have to leave the room, if you feel like you're going to leave the room and you're going to get pulled away by people or activities, friends, neighbors, or um, gadgets, screens, then don't leave the room. Just take a short break, get up, move around, stretch, get a snack, do a little art, a little, I don't know, scribbling or something, and then get back to it. Don't take too much time. And number seven, we have speak up and ask for help. When things get tough, don't just push through it and make your life harder. Ask your parents or reach out to your teacher if the class is outsourced. Homeschooling can be a bit of a lonely lifestyle, but you can definitely make it less so. It is easy to feel alone when you need help in school or schoolwork, I mean, and don't feel like asking for it. But one way that you can make things less lonely is to see if you can get together with other friends to work on the materials together. It really is a win-win. You socialize while you get your questions answered and you learn along the way. Number eight, journal it. Use a journal to track your progress or any questions that you might want to ask your teacher or your parent about the work. Whether you are doing long distance learning or not, having a planner or a journal is super helpful. It will be so much easier to keep track of things like things you still need to do, questions you have, items you need to check or redo, and so on. Don't skip this step because it will make all the difference in your learning success. And number nine, use reliable homeschooling resources. And last but not least, don't forget that a good online connection is just as strong as a good human connection. It is important for support in your homeschooling journey. So aim to have a strong connection with great online resources. Even though the naturalhomeschool.com and shop.thenaturalhomeschool.com don't have a lot of middle school materials, we do have some good upper elementary materials that you can come and look at regularly because we keep adding uh, resources often. A quote by Harold B. Lee is very fitting here. The most important work you will ever do will be within the walls of your own home. So just know that you can visit thenaturalhomeschool.com and shop.thenaturalhomeschool.com regularly to find fun and educational ideas and activities, and that you are doing a great work, whether you are the student or the parent in the home. 
In conclusion, I hope that this list has been helpful to you. Share it with anyone that you think will benefit. And remember, look up this, this blog post because it has more resources for homeschooling families. Thank you so much for watching. Until next time, bye. I appreciate you sharing time with me today. You have tons of choices about what you're listening to, and I love that you chose The Natural Homeschool Show. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. Until next time, this is Tanya Wright with thenaturalhomeschool.com. I hope that you will use this training to create solutions that will bring about smooth, successful days for you. Let's get you closer to that transformation today.